0: James Jordan coming at you for another edition of the Wide World of Motorsports podcast recorded for the week of March 28th, 2021 and simulcast on Radio Waterloo. Just hoping things, things, the stars align for us to go to the Toronto Honda Indy this summer so I can see Jimmy, the oldest, uh, the hopefully the
1: oldest uh, rookie of the year. That would be crazy yeah it would be what is is what is the oldest rookie of the year
0: oh uh uh, that's a good question i don't know though um yeah i don't know but either way jimmy uh he uh, he did release a schedule though and he did confirm he's coming to toronto for that and he's yeah he's doing most he's doing a good chunk of races it's gonna be lots of watching indycar watching next season or this season yeah it's already yeah, the sure. season. It's already coming up.
1: Yeah, April. Yeah, t- uh, you know today's uh, March 31st. So, yeah, I think uh, two weeks. I think is when when IndyCar is done or start, starts. Sorry, I think yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we done. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and I think the first round's at Barber, so that's cool. But I do, I do hope we get to. Somewhere, yeah. I always just want to go somewhere. <laughs> I don't care anymore. Yeah,
0: at that point, yeah, I would take anything that's relatively close. For even for any racing series, even if I'll, I'll suck it up and watch anything at that point, even if it's just some local stuff. Nothing, yeah, like even if because obviously the Pinty Series is going to happen regardless, even if they're going to be going to be fans or media or not. Yeah, but yeah, on that note though of the Pinty Series. Can, Congratulations to the Wide World of Motorsports alumnus, Trayton Lapsovich, on his new full-time ride in the NASCAR Pinty Series. And uh, he'll be racing with okay, 22 cool. Racing full-time in the 2021 season with the support of RGC and Quick. Quick. So um, I'm sure they're super excited to get started with that and props to Trayton, and, as well as White Motorsports, exciting news from them adding to their lineup for 2021 welcoming tj reno motto and mark dilley joining donald Tege and jf laberge for that season so uh that, that'll that'll be good seeing those guys get rides as well is is good
1: yeah i'm looking forward to the i'm looking forward to the series this year i really uh, hope we get to go watch them and uh, talk enjoy to some them.
0: drivers yeah, and, uh, talk, maybe me, uh, meet up with some of the fans and stuff. It'd be real cool uh, to get out there this season. Fingers crossed. Although, as as we're recording the day of recording, it's not looking good. No, uh, but <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll it's see. not yeah. looking good. Uh, cool. But either way, uh, so we, so we, yeah, it has been a couple weeks since we recorded, and um, obviously, bring happened, and there was the races at Atlanta, NASCAR. All, all three series. Kyle Busch in the truck series, he dominated a bunch of young guys for his 60th truck win, and in his yeah. 15th Xfinity win, Justin Allgaier wins his wins at Atlanta Motor Speedway, and then Ryan Blaney, young Ryan Blaney, gets his fifth Cup Blaney. win. Once the tires fell off the number five of Kyle Larson, Ryan took advantage and scored the win. It was coming down to uh for for me personally my my two favorite drivers uh so that that was real cool to see yRB get himself virtually locked into the chase and with with a bunch of different drivers already this season who's who's been uh, different winners and real cool to see that uh obviously ryan he had a, he had a, he didn't have the greatest season last season so him getting to win early is good.
1: Yeah, getting getting locked into the the chases early is good. And, you know, uh, you know, relieves the stress a little bit for the rest of the season, right? Not that you you don't stop working or stop trying as hard or stop anything, but there's just that that added extra relief of okay, so now we can really focus and win more races and 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 do really good. And I think this is the earliest she's ever been locked into the chase, too.
0: Yeah, and um, could to continue on with all the uh, – obviously, with this past weekend, we saw a different a different winner again. and We could have seen a couple different winners. Um, we'll get to that. Uh, There's another thing I, I saw that was really cool. NASCAR is set to run a Chicago street course for the iRacing for their – iRacing yeah. Invitationals, and that's actually an interesting thing because NASCAR are actually working with a couple different groups that will help on an actual real-life street course. Uh, so there, there is a layout that they have worked on that they're going to try out on iRacing and they're going to see how it works for real life. I, I've, that's, I think that's crazy talk, in my opinion. but
1: I think it's awesome. That's I, all, think that's I think great. it's awesome, too, yeah. It's crazy, yeah. though. You it's know, like a it's, fantasy it's,
0: track. They're making it do a real
1: track. Yeah, you know, iRacing is is become a tool for series. I think, um, and I think maybe over everything that's been going on in the world lately, the last year and a bit, uh, maybe that's helped with it. But it seems like yeah. NASCAR is using iRacing to 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 work on it. You know, there's big money now in the NASCAR iRacing e Coca Cola series or uh, yeah. whatever that is, um, there's big money behind that now, right? So it's it's cool to see and you know, I guess they're gonna see if if it works. I I think NASCAR should have go to a road court or like a street course like that for sure. I mean that'd be so cool. And the backdrop um, looks looks so cool. I would recommend people look oh, it up. Yeah.
0: And there's a video of it on their Facebook and Twitter page of there was a hot lap and it it looks. It looks pretty. Uh, yeah. It it seems simple, but it it looks. There's some turns where it's like you can't even see what's past it. You're you're just going into a turn, high speed, and you you got to go balls out in some turns. I noticed, so uh, I, w- I yeah. would I re- would recommend checking out that video and that. we're gonna keep an eye. On, that's gonna be in a couple months, but once that uh, obviously we have our own little we 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 have our toes dipped into iracing the world of racing mm. and uh, obviously I, i'll probably talk about content i'll get suckered into that's something no no questions asked that i'll be getting and speaking of that we we raced with felipe nasser this oh, following yeah, cool. week uh it was at like lime rock or something like that and it was a it, we were running with them and, and a bunch of his boys and we were running a pack with yeah. them uh, a couple of guys yeah. me and you um Imagine. Yeah, running the legend cars, we were running with some guys from the Mayhem Racing League. And uh, that that was really cool. And uh, and on that note, it was a big week anyway, with the iRacing Pro Invitational at Bristol. Willie B winning his fourth iRacing Pro invitational on the dirt yeah. and them getting a little idea of what it would be like in, in real life, just before they actually went to the last great Coliseum. And uh, there there was a lot going on to that weekend. There's a lot of with the weather you know, going closer into the weekend there's a lot of questions on the weather and there's a lot of uh, what ifs and and then they uh, and, and you have an interesting story on on how you saw some of the first laps of those heat races but that yes that was mm. like wh- like that I think that was uh, it was crappy timing cuz that was like wow this is the first time we're seeing these guys race in in a big larger group not just practice but these guys right. and then
1: <laughs> did not it did not go so well. <laughs> no, no, they got. i they barely got halfway around the track, and uh, it it was brutal. I mean, I noticed they were scraping windshields with ice scrapers <laughs> yeah. to get, them, get the get muck off, and and then at one point, one of the announcers had like almost a bowling ball size of of right, yeah, clay or whatever that had come out from one of the wheel wells. Right, on the yeah,
0: field. that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, um and just off that there was a lot of talk like, wow, is was this a good idea? Was this something that was well thought out or um mm-hmm. or you know there was a lot of like well at least NASCAR tried, you know they they did make an attempt at doing something different they you know, at least they gave a gave it a shot. Uh, but for me, I think that um you know it was it was definitely I feel like a gimmick. I would call it it's a gimmick race and i would have to agree with the king richard petty on saying that uh it's it's just like as if like maybe a major league sports team would end up going back to like the high school field or like the community field or something like that Mm -hmm. even though yes that we we saw that in the truck series and that was real cool because that's a lower tier series but is that something we would expect out of the cup series? And I I thought that they were kind of going a little lower. Uh, they're, they're going, they're going under the bar there.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I thought it was really interesting to, to watch the cup cars on, on dirt. um, you know, I don't feel it was a gimmick, and, you know, <laughs> I, there's something about it that uh, it just throws in something else to to look forward to in this season. Um, the dirt changes things. Um and you see different drivers rise to the top with it, but then people say, well, that's an old technology, that's why we have asphalt, like asphalt's the evolution, why are we going back to dirt? Um, I think people gave the weather to, like, they're like, oh, well, they tried, or it didn't turn out that way, and that well, and all this stuff because of the weather, and it's just like, well, you know, if it was just the regular spring race, it still would've rained, and we still would've been in the same position. So, I don't know. I really, I thought it was cool. I thought it was so cool to to watch them uh, go around. I would have really liked to see them do their qualifying.
0: Right, and and with the truck series, we we did see that um, you know, there was there was a couple of cool things going into play there. Obviously, with Stuart Friesen and his wife trying to qualify in and be yeah. uh, like the second couple or whatever to have a race in the same NASCAR. Sanction race but so um that that was uh, there was a lot of people that were sent home because of the rain yeah. delays which was unfortunate to see but Stuart uh, jessica freeson if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. uh, she will be yeah. teaming up with her husband at knoxville and and that i'm i'm really looking forward to the trucks going to knoxville because that's more of a traditional dirt track and mm-hmm. um, that, that'll be something nice to see And, you know, it's as much as I think it sucks that I don't know why they didn't make a deal to get Aldora another, you know, back on the schedule. But I guess the deal for that didn't fall or it fell through ultimately. But it will be cool to see them race on a traditional track. But with Bristol, there's a lot of good takeaways. So we saw uh, Canadian Raphael Lassard; He finished third. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that was really cool for us Canucks. That was uh, that was cool to see. He was really happy for that. It was his first podium appearance of the season. He's only just 19 years old out of Quebec. Quebec, La Belle de Provence. <laughs> and uh, he did win his first career race last year. And that's really cool Say, And then also Stuart Freason of Niagara Lake, Ontario, was 12th. He, he actually didn't really have a great weekend to uh, You'd think, and then there's a lot of talk about the fact that there's a lot of dirt ringers that weren't having, they weren't really showing up. There's a lot of guys that never raced on dirt before that were showing up, and uh, which there was a real interesting mix this weekend. And and with Martin Mm -hmm. Truex Jr. who won the race,
1: I know this was his first truck race in 15 years. He didn't win the race. He dominated that race. Oh
0: yeah, he owned that race. (laughs) And it was his first time racing in the trucks in fifteen years. And, yeah, and uh, so there, so I'm pretty sure and he's pretty an sure, asphalt guy, right? Oh like yeah,
1: he's, he's traditionally an asphalt right. guy. Right, I'm so. pretty sure
0: he's a mods he's a mods guy as well. So oh okay, he was just getting extra laps on dirt. Uh, so and that was easy for him. He was racing for Kyle Busch Motorsports, and it was uh, it was pretty easy for him. <laughs> and uh, obviously, with the fans on hand. Their tickets were honored. One day you got tickets for the truck race. You can stay for the cup race. Vice versa, if you got tickets for the cup race, you get yourself a little extra race. You get yourself the truck race, which is pretty sweet. There's no noble for the fans. No, oh, I just I just choked. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm so excited, Michael. Not only that, um, unfortunately, though, some of the people, there was a lot of flooding in the area. And there's people that yeah. they were flood. They weren't able to get in or out. So they're going to honor those tickets for another, uh, uh, what the, the company that <laughs> owns, uh, the, uh, Speedway Motorsports or whatever, whoever, yeah. <laughs> they, they're going to honor it for any race of the seasons, which is really cool for them. So
1: um. that's good. But yeah, I got, got outlaws. we got outlaws <laughs> there this weekend. So
0: for, Watch um, on YouTube. Oh, oh, nice. And not only that this week, uh, just side note, the, uh, uh, Cleus McFarlane, in one of his, he's having a race on TV. We're actually we're gonna have a recap of that uh, when we are in the next episode. But um, going back to the the Bristol here. Um, so Truex, he ran one Truck Series race in both 2005 and 2006. Almost no dirt experience. So uh, he led 105 150 laps, getting his first Truck Series win, which is pretty cool for him. But with all the talk, maybe he would travel that would transfer over into the cup there was a lot of lot of picks on him and he was it he was looking good at certain parts of that race but good old Legano i think they're calling him the dirt devil now hey, hey Wallace the dirt devil Joey Legano you like that
1: uh, Joey the dirt devil i don't know i don't have a, <laughs> i don't like it. i don't know why i don't like it i don't know why they're calling him <laughs> that but you know Whatever he won one race on dirt in the Cup Series, uh, hardly uh, worth the, the title. The Dirt, dirt devil. devil. I'm
0: gonna start calling him the Dirt Devil. I well, mean, he,
1: a Truex dominated the the truck race, and nobody gave him a nickname. <laughs> Poor Truex, he gets the crap in his stick. Yeah. But leading
0: the final sixty-one laps, uh, with with Denny Hamlin, obviously coming up there, you know, and. He he won. It was rain delayed into Monday. He won it, and mm-hmm. uh, it was the first dirt. Maybe that's why they call him the Dirt Devil because it was the first dirt uh, track maybe. race since 1970. So, um, but obviously we'll we'll see. He, he won't be the only because we'll see. We'll be seeing them return to to the dirt in 2022, and Logano mm-hmm. grabbed the lead from Suarez. On
1: lap 193, yeah. Suarez. That's a run by him, man. Eh? A
0: guy who just, like, four days before was his first time on dirt, so that was cool to see. Yeah, for sure. He And he held it, man. He held it down the rest of the way, all the way through to a caution in the second stage break and a late yellow that sent the race three laps beyond the distance, the advertised distance. So mm-hmm. on the final restart on lap 252, Logano pulled away, and Hemlin tried and failed to to get up to him, get past him. But he actually he fell up to third uh, place. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., who did mm-hmm. who did have some more dirt experience, but winning you a, know a just just winning over just by a car length or so over Stenhouse. Logano is the seventh consecutive different winner in seven races this season and uh good good for Legano i guess a lot of people aren't happy he had a fun time with his sword on social media uh, oh yeah <laughs> yeah he, he had a fun time I with that remember. so yeah, good for him good yeah you know he you got to let oh, you got to let the uh the lower feeders have some fun you got to let them have you got to let them win once in a while right yeah i
1: guess
0: <laughs> the lower feeders
1: well, he's a champ
0: right yeah and, and there was all the experienced guys you know and, and like Larson and Bell they didn't have a very oh. good
1: they didn't have a good time <laughs> yeah not only did they not do well on the track that they should have done well they got wrecked mm-hmm. together it's pretty, <laughs> pretty bad Oh, as soon as I saw that I, I was because I, I had my money on Larson I really thought he was going to excel there but maybe maybe the guys that were really good on dirt um, or have a dirt background you know didn't do well here because it's so different like dirt cars aren't as heavy as the cup cars um and you know, they're quite quite different they're you know right. they don't run windshields they don't run there's a lot of differences to how the cup cars were so
0: Well, there were some other things that played effect, too. Maybe some things that they can fix for next year. We saw Mm -hmm. how dusty it got later on in the race. And me and my buddy were yelling on the – we were like, why why, why aren't they watering down the track just a little bit more? And I remember even hearing on some in-car audio, uh, Kyle Larson was like, why aren't they watering it lower some more? There was a lot of questions on that. And uh, Mm -hmm. going into next year, it will be interesting to see. Maybe they could run the race at nighttime. You know, there was obviously with, uh, you know, drawing moisture from out of the track. Things like the sun is why we saw a lot of the dust getting kicked up and a lot of chewed up tires. Maybe uh, and even though moving it to the summer, you think yeah, it's warmer. But um, regardless of that, you're you're maybe avoiding some more of the issues of rain and and whatnot. And well,
1: I think they might have solved the problem for that. Um, if you go listen uh, again here's here I am plugging another podcast but if you go listen to the Dale jr <laughs> download and listen to Marcus Smith talk he talks about putting a roof on Bristol <laughs> well that's <laughs> they should
0: that's cool <laughs> that they might as well eh so that is possible why not um we'll see what's gonna happen with the next gen car because next year they'll have the next gen car and yeah they um Obviously, with uh, there's some different things with that car, and and still with it being, a, you know, you're dealing with a 3,000-pound stuck car and tearing up the racing surface, so uh, if, if there's a way they can maybe make a, a version of the next-gen car, maybe to, to you know, you don't have to make it like a late model or anything like that, but, you know... No. You can, um, not only that, maybe importing some different kind of dirt, you know? There's more traditional kind of dirt, like Midwestern kind of, or Pennsylvania dirt, where there there's right. more traditional, where that's considered more of the traditional or excellent kind of surface. Or You're ultimately, right. you know, Goodyear bringing in a different tire. And Got to give props to Goodyear anyway, trying to figure that out. But with the cords, they, they were showing cords, the tires were blistering, the drivers were saying they was done after three laps, so Goodyear mm-hmm. probably... Hopefully, possibly bringing something different for 2022, and not only that, we were seeing them. Uh, they're holding a test session for on a dampened Martinsville Speedway, even though the weather seems to be looking good on April one. And this ain't an inside yeah. This ain't an April Fool's joke. I've made sure this this is happening. So uh, they're going to do a test. Number five, Kyle Larson. Number seventeen, Chris Busher. They'll be the uh,
1: they'll be the participants of this experimentation. I want to um, know how. We we've, we've talked about this, and we need to dig, or maybe one of our listeners can comment and and let us know. But how do they pick who's going to do the testing? Yeah, right. Um, like you have Kyle Larson and then Chris Busher. Well, that's a pretty random. Well, one's a Chevy, they, one's a four. I think that's what they.
0: Yeah, and then from each one from each team throughout the season. So it's probably just by random, or maybe they do give it to the good guys maybe they maybe it is good they're giving it to a good guy like Larson and a random guy like Chris Busher.
1: yeah maybe I mean I'm there's a whole reason why I'll they trust do it. Larson I'm just curious. and it's interesting
0: yeah. because the number 5 1995 during a rain delay that was during practice actually they they said hey Terry Labonte, go throw out go throw out some laps with some of these rain tires so it's interesting. The five will be returning to Martinsville with some rain tires, so that'll be really cool. Oh, to really? See.
1: I, that's really cool. Like on, was it on an oval? Yeah, 1995? it was at Martinsville.
0: There was a practice. It was rained out. It was delayed. So they said, "Terry, go test this."
1: Why Terry? I wonder why Terry. Well, he was
0: he was one of the best drivers at that time in 1995. Oh, I
1: guess he was a champ in '95, yeah. wasn't he? So, yep, yeah. So, so that's interesting. That. That's. How do you feel about rain tires on an oval? I guess
0: I'm excited to see the footage. I think that sh- I think it should work out. I mean they honestly need to understand not to push it like 100% in every turn because they're going to obviously have to pussyfoot it. But yeah. Like, you know, racing's not about always driving 110%. You know, sometimes you got to half throttle it or maybe so uh, is- <laughs> maybe
1: they'll break loose a lot just half throttling it. We'll see. I, I don't know. So this is my thought on it. Is it, is it really and truly going to improve the racing? Like, are we really going to be happy um, that they race in the rain on an oval instead of having to wait and having a bunch of tore-up race cars? So, to, is, to reiterate like here...
0: So, I don't think it's going to improve the racing So, race. it's not during the rain. So, it's during conditions. So, it's damp conditions. So, if the track is where they where they could race it where they don't have to sit around for an hour to dry it um, then they'll do it not during the rain they they have no intention on racing it during the rain they just want to oh, test okay. it during a time where it, it they could avoid doing track drying processes just to get back to racing sooner under wet weather uh, conditions and, and okay, at, at the flatter short ovals Martinsville Richmond in New Hampshire and if you think about it those tracks uh, you're going slow in the turns, so if you obviously spin out, you could probably save it pretty good. You got a kind of, you got Martinsville in New Hampshire, you got a lot of space, so it's not mm-hmm. like they're testing this at Michigan or something like that, no, or Charlotte, oh, right? No, of, course, of course. So that obviously works, and hey, you know what? Maybe it works, and they can bring it into some other shorter tracks and other series, and we'll see guys racing on the wet, the uh, damp track. They're gonna art if they're gonna wet, wet in the track at Martinsville second and it's sunny it's gonna be sunny so um
1: well you know it's funny though to to think about it and and you know they're testing on these shorter tracks uh what wet weather tires are like and saying how they're not going to race in the pouring rain when they do the daytona 24 hour now i know it's not the whole oval and part of it they're not they're just getting onto the throttle coming through it but those cars race um, around the oval in the rain and don't have a problem. So, you know, you could, I think you could, I think it would be easier to run um, at a faster speedway like Talladega or Daytona in the rain than it would be at like Martinsville or even something like Michigan because they run. Different lines, although the banking, like you and I talked about it before, really the banking will just shed the water, right? Yeah, right. And so, like in road racing, um, one of the hardest parts to deal with, and I've watched uh, a race get canceled or rain shortened. Um, because it was raining so hard that it was like starting to river across the road off the or across the racetrack in multiple spots, and uh, it's the puddling that really screws you up. So if you're on a banking, at least it will you can shed the water pretty quickly.
0: Well, and, and on TV, it doesn't look like Martinsville Richmond and New Hampshire have banking, so there is slight banking, right? So maybe that is even good enough. Because you yeah. see it in even pe- people's backyards or whatever, maybe they'll have, uh, you know, crap slanted a certain way or whatever. To, or yeah. maybe when you go camping, you know, you're you're you going to want to be on a hill if you're in a tent. You're not going to be on a flat surface. I'm, I'm guessing. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just a terrible uh, outdoorsman or something like that. <laughs> you want to be on. You want to be on a surface where you know the water's going to go down, right? Yeah. On a slant, like it's probably not nice to sleep on. (laughs) Going going into a yeah, going into a side talk there, but no, but so yeah, it 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 won't be crazy. We'll we'll see though the clips. We'll see how damp it is, and then we'll go from there. But I don't think it's going to be like they're going to be like it's crazy like wet. I don't think it's going to be like they want to race in rain conditions. And and they said if it goes good, they might be able to do it as early as Richmond in a couple weeks. Like if it's like if, if all goes well tomorrow and thumbs up from everyone mm. if it were to be a damp condition at Richmond in two weeks they're gonna run
1: these tires that's pretty cool yeah so you know I'll give it to NASCAR because they keep doing it um, they're they're doing the things that we would have considered like crazy like oh let's see not let seen NASCAR run on dirt. Oh, they'll never do that. And here they are running on dirt. Right. Yeah. Oh, they should make rain tires for their ovals. Well, that's, you know, that's stupid. Why would they ever make rain tires for the ovals? And here they are making rain, trying out rain tires for the oval. So, it's interesting to see the this shift in NASCAR.
0: Yeah, and and they're they're definitely trying to to be innovative and you know even uh, in the presser there Steve O'Donnell the sports chief racing development officer he said that himself that you know they're just trying to they're trying to just be creative and they're just trying to they're, they, you know obviously fans just want to get back to racing in those wet weather conditions you know and there's that's there's a lot of it's like NASCAR people NASCAR fans some of them want nascar to like control the weather or they think they're controlling the weather i don't know yeah Uh, but yeah so it's like yeah so you know maybe maybe that will help uh answer that and um we'll see what happens and i actually i would i would like to we should we should uh ask the listeners to give us their feedback on that Uh, i think it's an interesting topic and i don't it it came out of nowhere i feel like i think that was a cool announcement and and uh You know, now we're on to another new new thing here. So a lot of new stuff happening in the last year or so, NASCAR and just another new thing here, so you know, wonder what wonder what people are thinking about that and you know what we think. think,
1: Do you think COVID (laughs) has played a role in NASCAR trying new things? Do you think COVID has allowed the series to try things that maybe they wouldn't have? tried if everything was, you know, quote-unquote normal.
0: Well, with the new gen, they're planning on that anyway and they're probably going to adjust things. They were it, they were in talks about that anyways. Um oh, okay. Right, you know, they they were always talking about adding schedule changes and more short tracks, more uh more this, more that, less this, less that. And they, I feel like they were in that I think that just was coincidental. I think they were in that oh, phase okay. anyways. Um as, as, it, as much as COVID probably gave them some extra room, I'm sure it did. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like they were already on that track. There's there's a lot to indicate towards
1: that. Like I yeah no I I was just curious hearing your thoughts because I thought well what a convenient time to try out all the crazy stuff that's been brought up at the board like in every meeting. And nobody, everyone says, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, well, you crazy. Know, we could try it now. And if it doesn't work, we could say, ah, well, it was, you know, it didn't work because of COVID so they could save face. But anyways, I'm just being a bit of a conspiracy theory.
0: Maybe maybe you are. Maybe you're right. <laughs> maybe, hey,
1: maybe you're right. <laughs> maybe I am right.
0: <laughs> we'll see. And uh, for so for this edition, run out of time while wrapping it up here so uh, uh, good. check good. us check us all on the social medias the soch To the Mayhem Racing League podcast recorded for the week of March 28th, 2021. And we're here in the pits with some of the guys in the league. We got David Guarino, Michael Wallace, Seth French, David Ankenbauer, Charlie Hamilton, a couple other guys in there if I haven't mentioned you, sorry. We just got out of a couple of races tonight,
2: and they were they were some rough ones, boys. Yes, that's except,
3: our to drink after the real races. I do,
2: <laughs> I do think the bottle was upside down.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I Didn't think there was anything left of the bottle. To be fair, yeah. I, after
2: that, I just I sat in the pits for the, that race and just.
0: Goryano in the fireball.
3: <laughs> yeah, we need some more of that.
2: <laughs> I still think you need to run a target paint scheme at some point,
0: like the old school Jimmy Spencer.
1: Yeah, no, right. just big. Target wherever everyone target knows to hit car. you.
0: Oh, like it? Okay, yeah. <laughs> if you, you literally, I was going, I was in Photoshop before the race, and I was, I'm not even you. I was debating on it, and um, I just was like, ah, I was too lazy, so I didn't do it. But yeah, I was thinking about that. Can't confirm know that paint scheme is on my list for Arca this this, this season. Yeah, you Sweet. always got good paint schemes. You always pull out a a classic or something like that. Oh, do you like it? this
1: week? My biggest thing was, like, we ran 60 laps caution-free in the Arcas that are looser than on <laughs> the best of days, and we just can't the even make walls. one lap.
0: So what's coming up for the Arcas, though? Because I know there's going to be... Is there not a road course coming up in that? I thought we were, we're missing Robles We were on the, on 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 the Robles this week. Right. Okay, right. So yeah. I, did, I, I, I knew I saw it. It's going to be good. Um that, yeah, that is going to be good. I feel like they'll handle a lot better, in my opinion. I, I like I the Arcas. Maybe 10, I 10, feel so. more comfortable in the Arcas. I really
1: uh, like it as well.
2: I like the race and I hate the car. Jordan, are you dropping your R's? Yeah, <laughs> I love cars.
0: The car. My car. Uh, garage, car. car, My car. That's how we talk up here. We we kind of have a weird accent.
2: No, I think you were leaving your R's off like like I do down here. Down here. In Boston, <laughs> you know, packing the car. <laughs>
0: the, Fitting the party hard. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good tonight um i had fun those keys though uh that was interesting eggleston and yeah, i it, were, were trying to figure out some strategy and it, eggleston how much time was left when you ended up having to finally come down and get some gas some tires two and a half laps wow yeah it was like wow minute and a half two minutes that's pretty damn close had I thought clothes. about it a little bit sooner, I might have been able to pull it off, but I didn't think of yeah. it fast enough. Man, I that a, was good. I did a
4: splash and go from oh. like three gallons.
0: Yeah, you didn't need much at uh, that point. I moment. didn't take tires. Yeah. Oh, you didn't? Okay, because no. I hit Shut the wall, up, but it's... you guys were hunting me down, though, and that was interesting strategy, though, for sure. It was one of the most interesting what? strategy calls maybe in any race so far in the Mayhem Racing League.
4: Well, the way I saw it was I was already running seventh, so the worst that would happen is I would run seventh or eighth, like I was probably
0: going to anyway. So it didn't really hurt.
2: Yes, with shot. Yeah, that was that was really fun. I got to ride the coattails. Of, oh uh, yeah, you were
0: you were up there oh, on Seth. the finish there. That was uh, you guys were almost bumper to bumper, basically, with Langton and Seth and uh, Charlie were were up there.
2: Yeah, I was hoping Sean and Seth were going to. Uh, Bump each other and make <laughs> an was, opening for me. I
0: was watching that, like the helicopter cam of that, and I was also, I and I even kind of saw where he could have done it. I saw like the moment where he could have maybe gave him a little jab, uh, but I'm sure that would have been a complicated situation. So it was good calling Seth just racing it out.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I was I was definitely cheering in my car with my microphone off. Do it,
0: do it, <laughs> do it.
2: But uh, the hole never opened, and third is the best finish I've ever had in a in a. Uh, really. Uh, the re regular uh, season race. Oh, really
0: props to you, Charlie. Oh man,
2: good job. Damn.
1: Yeah, that's good. Good job, man.
0: Hey, so we've seen so last week uh David Guarino and Eggleston, they won races. Their first ever races in the Mayhem Racing League.
4: Uh second, thank you. <laughs>
0: Sorry. I thought you said at the time <laughs> it was your first. I thought. Oh. No, no, no. I won our I won our Daytona 500 event earlier this year and then I won last week in the Kia Oh, oh! Just in that series, okay. Yeah, right. I got gotcha. you. So yeah, nice. Oh, it could be great series like that. Yeah, <laughs> it was good, good though. That was good. Um, to, to to see just some different guys up there getting their first ever's in some way or another, whether it be in the series or in the league. You you always see you even both you and Guarino. You always see you guys kind of getting the crappier end of the stick, a lot and always. Uh, you kind of always consider oh, Dave's you guys having magnet. bad luck. You guys get some bad luck following you, but not that night. The clouds weren't over you then.
4: Dave is a magnet.
3: I know.
0: Or, when I did know, you what, win what, again?
3: That's like the race, So I forget who it was, 63, whoever it was. We get on the green flag, and he doesn't go. So uh, that's like 10th. And 39. he's behind him, and he won't get out of the way. And everybody's freight training my ass down the inside. So finally, we get to turn three. And I finally, everybody goes by me, except for Manzo, I think, was behind me. I finally just start to turn left, and the car (laughs) spins because I don't have any heat in the tires because I'm not going fast enough. Then I tried to save it, clobbered him. I'm like, (laughs) use the fast repair. Come back out and start on the tail again and run it up, pass three or four guys, run this guy down. Three laps in a row, have a big old run on him, and he blocks me. Finally, coming up out of three. I pass him around up the outside, and he gets scared, cuts to the inside, hits the guy inside of him, and turns that dude up into me and clobbers me. I'm like, son of a mm-hmm.
1: That's kind of why I like it. I like a track that I can control my fate a little bit. That's why I like, I, you know, something like Michigan, I, I like. I like that you have to fight your tire wear and the, the car wanting to not go through the corner. That was an interesting
0: um, race, too. But I I was, I was obviously running the line pretty damn good. And it was funny because before the race, I was telling whoever was in the channel here, like, ah, this ain't going to be good, whatever. Driving like going back to that, driving around like a grandpa technique, which I feel has been kind of helping me lately. But yeah, I I know the other guys aren't here to be able to to talk about that. And, but still though, that, that was a, I, I really liked that Michigan and I, I never thought I'd be good in the Arcas at Michigan, but um, I never thought I'd be a mission guy to begin with. But at the end of the day, you know, that's definitely a good track in any series we've raced. That seems to be a good track.
3: And and a lot of those miles and a half are the same way because you want to get that lap time. You want to get that lap time. But after you got 15 laps on your tires, you have to get it balanced. And, you know, if you just drive in there, you just make it worse and worse and worse. So I'm willing to give up a quarter second tenth of a second quarter second going in that corner letting off early and roll it in because i'm back in the gas then before i get to the apex so i make that back stretch, you know 200 yards 300 yards longer because i got in gas earlier but in order to do that you gotta let the car rotate and the only way to do that's back corner up so i give up a tenth and a half or two tenths getting in the corner and everybody goes driving inside well then i come off the corner like gangbusters you know and then (laughs) the dude in the 63 car you know i'd get this big old run i'm 15 mile an hour faster than him coming off the corner he pulls it down in front of me you know and i'm eating the brakes trying to keep from wrecking us both you know but sometimes they're just not used to hey you having that big run but in order to get that run you got to get the car turned early and the only way you do that is by backing the corner up
0: What we what we needed to do we need to get gorino to get on that suez canal container ship and get him to help them move that thing out of the way (laughs)
3: <laughs> you no, know, all I did was post a meme it was the ship thing it was John Candy It was like canals closed moose out front should have told you <laughs> uh,
2: that's funny well that ship has sailed yeah
0: there we oh, go it, I'm sure there will be lots of those coming out <laughs> and
3: I was like oh Captain Hazelwood must have a new job and then all my my friends all got it but my kids all had to go google Captain Hazelwood because they didn't
1: yeah who's uh, Captain Hazelwood
3: yeah, who's Captain Hazel.
0: Oh, is that Buddy from? Uh... Oh, the Exxon, the Exxon
1: Valdez. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Did you just Google oh.
3: <laughs> that's googled it. Yeah, <laughs> it is cool. I should have known. Yeah, that. that was a little. Hey, that's a great <laughs> f- joke, and nobody gets it because it was thirty years ago, right? <laughs> Damn it, young pups.
1: <laughs> yeah. True. That was a love bit from what year was Too that? Nineteen
0: eighty nine.
1: I was nine. I was three years old. Give me a break. Nah, I wasn't oh. even born. <laughs> I, I was, wasn't even alive. I was stoned
0: that year. Uh so coming cool. up though, we got coming up, just, just like you know, boom, it's spring guys, and it's not an April Fool's joke, folks. The Hendrix Home Improvement Grassroots Tour returns. What is this? The third season now, Seth. Season three. Season three. <laughs> what, what is this now? Uh, yeah. Season three, uh, starting nice, nice and new and fresh, taking us all the way till the summertime almost. So it'll be, uh, it'll be taking care of us for the spring. Look forward to that. It's going off the same point system as the ARCA's.
4: Yeah, we're on the same, same points. So that new point system seems to be working pretty well, so we'll, right. we'll stick, keep that around and run it. Um, the uh, schedule's all been entered in. Last two races of the season will be double points.
0: Thompson Ooh. and Bristol will Thompson be double and Bristol 80 yep. laps at Thompson, 100 laps at Bristol.
4: Yeah, some of the races are a little bit longer than what we're used to. Um, just That's trying to... Good. Yeah, and, and all-star
0: there's, race as well
4: correct all star uh, races in there with the mixed week there's two two or three road tracks made it i can't remember off the top of my head here um, but they will be timed races instead of laps 30 okay. 35 minutes and then uh, the mid midpoint before the all star breaks a long race that's 120 laps at charlotte on the oval which is a long street stock race good lord but it's going to be uh it's going to have a lot of uh yeah strategy in that one
0: I, I to like Stroud. Better start figuring it out now. It won't be till oh, May, think, but
4: <laughs> uh, Watkins Glen and Lime Rock are the road tracks in there. Oh, that'll be fun. And week number four is going to be Dirt Street Stocks at USA in honor. Of, well, I was thinking about changing that to Bristol, maybe in honor of the NASCAR driving there. Um, I think we'll have a little better, a little better time than they had. So USA could be up near to change on week four to Bristol. But it will be a dirt dirt race uh, with with the dirt street stock.
3: You want to just give yourself the points for that now, or? <laughs> oh,
0: sorry, I'll
4: start them back. That even was my idea. I, I felt bad putting it in there, but that was uh, Jordan's idea to run it in honor of NASCAR style. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I would love to see the uh, the Bristol dirt race.
4: Yeah, it might, it might, we might do it as Bristol. I, I'm probably going to be a limited uh, driver in that series with Thursday nights. It's a little bit tough for me. It's going to be Thursday nights at 8. I'll probably make maybe half to yeah, – I forget what's our 12 races. I'll probably make maybe 8 or eight or so.
0: And I think considering I'm, maybe uh, we didn't get a chance to do too many recruitment races for it, but uh, if anyone is still interested, it will be a perfect series if you want to just join the Man Racing League. I, I would totally recommend that as as a series to get started. Even throughout the season, I I don't expect much in the championship uh, standings. I don't don't, know. I don't really. uh, I'm not really uh, focused on the points so much in that series. But to be able to race with some new faces and um, have some of us older guys, uh, or some of us OGs of the league, kind of uh, keep an eye on some of some of the new guys or whatever. I think that'd be really cool. So I, I would I would encourage even the noobs to even join and don't don't be worried about not winning a championship
4: I' definitely hop in and run it have fun,
0: even though they, there is going to be a prize there will be a prize handed out for the winner and it'll be uh it'll be some good stuff so there's uh there's still gonna be some some worth racing in that series gonna start off with concord though it'll be good that's always a goodie
4: yep Concord is yep. a race one yep. Dave, Dave likes that one.
1: I do. It's a good. It's a good. I really like the street stocks. I like that they're robust and you can bump and bang a little bit, and you can't. You know, the cars can take a little bit of uh, hard life and keep going.
3: Yeah. Well, although, has the new damage model affected them? I haven't really raced them enough in the last couple of weeks to know if the new damage model makes more. Seems
0: seems fine. It's good. You race it the out.
4: same, it's just, yeah, you'll, yeah. You'll it's much better visually. Yeah, I like yeah, the Mazes. It's a small
0: upgrade, wheel come off, things like that. And for some people who have like they have a local short track, you know, you do often see some series that are, that are like that. And uh, I've always thought that that was cool that uh, Joe Blow could be running in a series with you, and I kind of I I really like that vibe that we can we can kind of almost emulate that virtually.
1: Yeah,
4: yeah, that's no. mostly free free uh, series. It's got two tracks on there: paid Watkins Glen and uh, Bristol, which ends the season. Which are two race, two tracks that we use throughout the other um, series in the in the league.
0: And those are common tracks, so and I do believe you can you can race those on the AI, and they are throughout the season in the in the official series. So there's a lot of worth in buying. A couple of those, uh, they're probably like number one and number two, aside from Dega. Those are probably the most popular tracks you can get. So, um, lots yep. of worth in that, even just aside from having it in the league. So, uh, looking forward to that.
4: Yep, now you wrote just real quick. That series is uh, Con- Concord, Legacy, Charlotte, Southern National, USA Dirt, which may become Bristol, uh, Legacy, Lime Rock, Charlotte Motor Speedway Oval, Legacy Daytona, which is a sixty-lap Daytona, be fun. Watkins Glen, Legacy, Phoenix. Oxford Plains and then the two double race, uh, to- double points are Thompson and Bristol.
3: Yeah. And Bristol's another one of those that, I mean, if you want to practice, somebody's always hosting something at Bristol and yeah. you know, it doesn't matter if it's an ARCA car, or truck or a fix in your car, the groove is the groove and you still drive it the same damn way. It doesn't matter what car you're in that to me anyway, my braking points and all that kind of stuff don't really move from ARCA car to street stock to, you know, Cup car at Bristol. They, you, you the entry is a little different, but ninety percent of that track stays the same regardless of what car I'm driving.
4: That's good to know because the Kalamazoo Rocket is really fast there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what else do we got coming
0: up? There's been some talk about uh, from Wallace about a potential late model summer series coming up.
1: Yeah, let him talk on that summer series. Uh, throw it While out. Throw it away, Wallace.
0: Up here, Wallace.
1: Um, yeah, I just been talking with Seth um about uh uh a late model series um I really enjoy late models myself I love watching them and uh, I do enjoy driving them in the game um you know and on um, one of the podcasts we talked somebody had mentioned a summer series or or something like that and it just gave me the idea of trying to bring back this um quote unquote Saturday night short track racing so you know, it's going to be a w- one track series. Um, we're going to do, uh, like I said, late models. We're going to do open setup. And and uh, we're going to do, depending on how many cars we get, of course, I'd like to do uh, a heat, two heats, and then a feature like a 30 or 35 lap feature. Um, no tires and no fast repairs. Uh, but caution laps don't count. So you can head into the pits, get your car fixed if you need to, and, um, get back out on the track. Um, you know, it, it, to me, it's very reminiscent of that short track Saturday night racing. Um, you know, the no tires is, you know, lots of guys used to show up and not put tires on the car, put one tire on the car. At least in this instance, you're getting fresh out of tires, at every race. Um, And I'd like, we talked about before on our, on the previous podcast about um, no fast repairs. And I thought, okay, well let's try it here, but not make it um, a big penalty if you get damaged. And that's why I consider, I I thought about doing the uh, caution laps, not counting. So the biggest question is just when we're going to run it. And uh it, it, that's hard right cuz we got lots going on not Fridays yeah i think well, what's
4: going to happen sorry i think what's going to happen is some of the seasons will be ending uh Mazda Kia we'll have some openings and, yeah uh, okay now i'm not not foreshadowing or predicting the future don't don't take us as like gospel or anything but i really do believe once guys run that late model that that's probably going to want to replace that arca series guys are going to like it that much
1: huh. it's a fun car to drive you know compared to Compared to the Arca, uh, it's a way easier car to drive for sure. Um, but the light not, model,
3: not super light, right?
1: The late light
4: model, yeah, model, yeah. It's a smaller motor it will take away from some of the road tracks. It's still capable of running some road courses, but uh, compared to the Arca, it'll be a lot less road if we do it.
1: Yeah, and if if it does in if it does for instance uh, replace the Arca series, then it would be a traveling or you know, quote unquote traveling series, I would assume where we race at different tracks, but I just thought, uh, let's, I, I just, I miss going to the racetrack on Saturday nights and where we are right now, uh, especially with COVID, uh, that's not an option. And I just kind of want to relive that and rebuild it and, you know, have a, a track champion. Um, I think it's going to be a, a, a wide world of motorsports, um, uh, Jordan and I have been talking about it uh, uh, series uh, presented by us but obviously run by sanctioned um, by the May- Mayhem
0: Race League
1: <laughs> yeah exactly and you know we're going to put up we haven't haven't fully figured it out but I'd like to put up uh, some prizes like I did for um, our all-star race um, but I, I, I kind of want to figure it out to make it so people don't get discouraged right so we might have you know the champion of course is going to get something but then we might do a you know biggest improver uh award or something something that makes it worth everyone's while because you know the worst thing that could happen is that somebody comes in and just dominates dave and um I don't and, think that is case. <laughs> no, but, you know, just yeah, give Prove a,
3: otherwise. Thank you.
1: Give a bigger incentive into to showing up every week in racing.
3: And, do, do a hard charger. Do, like, whoever gains the most.
1: Yeah. Sure. Oh, Something you, like, that. Yeah. like that. Yeah. I like that. one. even but,
3: if you're yeah. screwed in qualifying, you're good to go. I
0: like the sense of that one. Starting from the back, we're way up to the front. Okay. Yes, please.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and so, anyways, that's kind of where it was we're at. going
0: to be over. Um, so it would be like a mid, it would be like a summer special. So you you were thinking it was going to be a few weeks. It wouldn't be like a crazy, twelve week
4: schedule. Six, six races, I think we talked, right? Whatever. Yeah. I mean, six something
1: like that. Yeah, like between six and eight races, just something okay. to fill the gap in the summer. Um, that's why trying to pick a a time to run it is is going to be difficult. I've thought Monday nights and then maybe piggyback it off the back of street stocks. Um, you know, too many nights. It's hard for everyone to, to get, get to everything. Like Seth, you had mentioned Thursday nights would be hard for you. And, and it's hard to pick a schedule, especially if it's not, you know, people aren't racing for a living. This isn't their job. So, um, yeah. Well, you know, and one
3: thing, I don't know how you do it. So like, with our, we have like a slot car series that raced three or four tracks and we race once a month. And we used to, the, the series was like nine weeks, you know, from, you know, the end of summer through the winter to the spring, you right. know. But you'd get guys that would miss a race or two because of work or whatever. They were like, oh, well, screw it. I'm done. So mm-hmm. we started, it was 10, 10 weeks, drop your worst two. So I don't know if there's a way to do that, or other than just do it in Excel to keep the points or whatever, which is because I keep points for that league. But that helps people because then if they have a bad week or they miss a week because of work or whatever, they're like, "Oh, well, there's no use." Now you still have you still have an out. Now, granted, most of them guys not going to win it anyway, but mentally, it's a uh, oh, I get a do-over a on that point. one. Very good point.
4: Yeah, you can set it up that way. Like yeah. Arca now is. Uh, an only counter your top seventeen out of eighteen, and Mazda's eleven out of twelve. So you can do it. It only counts your top whatever amount of races.
1: Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah also, as well. Weekends, you know, of of freedom there, because not every. I mean, I'd love to race every every time I could. That's just not going to happen.
1: Yeah.
0: Especially in the summer, someone might be out on vacation or whatever.
1: Well, and that's that's why I, I just wanted to. I don't want to do it on the weekend. I just think a a weekend uh, series is just not going to work. Um, You know, I I toyed with Monday night, um, thinking about it. I just, realistically, we just need to put up a poll and and see what works for everybody. Um, I would personally love an actual
0: Saturday night, but one can
3: dream.
1: If it was winter, I think... (laughs) I think it would, be, yeah. it would be easier
3: from from November to, you know, March. I think you'd be okay with a Saturday night, but um, from then on, you're going to have a hard time. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think it would be fun to take. Uh, you know, we got the Mazda ending soon, the Kia ending soon. If you take those that Tuesday night race, which seems to be the best night overall, and if for the summer you sprinkle in some fun runs with the Mazdas and you sprinkle in the series that you're talking about with the late models and mm-hmm. try to get more people involved and when we get back around the fall then we could kick off another you know, season 4 of the Miatas and the key is season 2 and maybe we'll have a lot more guys that are going to come into that
1: yeah for for sure and, and you know open to ideas for the series because i would like to make it a a good successful series Um, and and like seth said i think if you once you get guys that that are running in um, run the late model and uh, experience it they might uh... i think they'll enjoy it
0: yeah it'd be cool to do some maybe uh... some recruitment hosted races and maybe get a feel out for that and see where we're at. Mm-hmm. Maybe get, get back to us and uh, we'll probably discuss that on a future episode of the Mayhem Racing League podcast. For anyone who is listening who is not yet in the Mayhem Racing League, I would recommend you check us out on Facebook at the Mayhem Racing League where you can check out some of the past episodes of the Mayhem Racing League podcast as well as how you can join the league I'm really excited to be able to help to bring the Season 3 of the Hendrix Home Improvement Street Stocks Grassroots to, of course, presented by the Wide World of Motorsports podcast. So please feel free to join Season 3. Thanks to Seth, Charlie, David Ankebauer, David Guarino, and Michael Wallace. See you down the road, folks.
1: Hi, this is Alex Teagliani, NASCAR Pinty Series driver. You're tuned in from the track to the community on Wide World of Motorsports, the number one motorsport show in the community.